At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio. So pleased to be joined, as always, by Josh Applebaum on the East Coast in Boston. Give him a follow at Josh underscore insights. lot to get to today, Josh. We have Josh Towers. He's in studio for our next second talking all things baseball. Lots of big headlines. And we're kind of in that time of year, right? It is just headline season. Some in the NBA, which we'll get to in a second. And some just breaking right before we're about to come on the show here. Terry McLaurin, he will still be a Washington commander. That has just been made official from Adam Schefter just a couple minutes ago. Three-year extension worth up to $71 million. He, It's a shame, Josh. Mike Pritchard isn't here. Uh, his, the vacationing Hall of Fame wide receiver, Mike Pritchard, uh, from the formerly Colorado, then the NFL, because uh, Terry McLaurin is now one of the top five highest-paid wide receivers in the National Football League, and that is uh, kind of how we start the show today. Very interesting to see. We, we knew he was wanting more money, and he does get it uh, to stay now a Washington commander. You're exactly right, Ben, and happy Tuesday. It's great to be with you. And, yeah, I think Pritch, you know, a lot of these young receivers getting paid, this should give our Pritch a little bit of juice, you know, give him, give him that 5% for paving the way for a lot of these athletes today making a lot of money. But, Ben, remember we went into the offseason, there were three stud-wide receivers on their rookie contract who were demanding trades. You know, obviously we saw A.J. Brown get traded there to Philadelphia. McLaurin signs today. Also, I saw Washington tweet out QB1 with a you know a picture of Carson Wentz, which made Twitter's kind of head explode in, in general of here. The, but the other one, Ben, was Debo Samuel. So we're kind of waiting on Debo. Remember yesterday we were talking about the win total for San Francisco was 9.5, juiced up a little bit to the over. So what happens with Debo? He's kind of the last shoe to fall here. 
I'm excited, Ben. You know, we got a lot to get to today. We have Josh Towers in studio. It's another big Major League Baseball day. Uh, there's other sports we got to talk about. You know, continue our our uh, you know our work and our homework getting to the NFL futures. But I just wanted to say mention one thing, Ben. Really exciting development here in the push to legalize sports betting nationally. Last night, late breaking news: the great state of California, the biggest state in the country, Ben, 39 million people, by far the biggest population, countless pro and college teams. It just was breaking last night that the ballot initiative to get legalized sports betting on the ballot this November in California, it passed, Ben. So it is now on the ballot. They need 1.6. They think they needed like around a million signatures. They got 1.6 million. Remember, this is a huge initiative that a lot of the big sportsbook operators have pumped a a ton of money into. So my plea here, Ben, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, whether you hate politics altogether, you have a reason if you're in California or if you have a relative or friend to get out there and vote this November. If California were to legalize betting, and again, it's up to the citizens now to decide this fall, if you get that yes vote, hashtag let us bet, this would be a huge game changer for legalized sports betting. It's considered the holy grail, biggest population. Obviously, we saw New York, Ben, mm-hmm. with legalized mobile betting, how massive that's been. They've overtaken Jersey and Nevada. But California, this is massive news, and hopefully this will send reverberations across the country. It's going to be on the ballot. You have a reason to vote. Go out and vote yes for legalized betting in California. That would be massive for just our industry and sports betting overall. No, no question. Uh, you have met my dad, Josh. He, he and my my parents, California residents, so they will be they will get, have a chance cool. to uh, take take part in that uh, come come November. I believe Mike one Mike Pritchard is also in uh, in wine country in California right now. So I, mean, I don't know if that's just a coincidence. Mike Pritchard goes to California on vacation, and all of a sudden that happens. But between that and the wide receiver news, yes, that's certainly a big date. That is big for legisl- for legalization front on the California side and certainly at least for the Washington Commanders while yes it is still Carson Wentz is the quarterback and as we go on throughout the summer and continue our previews what does that really mean we'll see but at least they do have their top wide receiver now locked in for the next three years there in the nation's capital not only Josh was at NFL news today it was also a number of NBA headlines that started to leak out after we finished up yesterday afternoon we have free agency which gets underway Thursday 6 p.m. Eastern and it's that kind of it's also that that time of the news cycle in the NBA Josh where my head just starts turning into a, a pretzel essentially but the first the, probably the biggest piece of information here because we can talk Kyrie Irving in a second with his decision to opt in and return to Brooklyn. But we have a new second favorite now in the NBA futures market. That happened overnight. Clippers now, they have leapfrogged your Boston Celtics. They go to 6-1 to one now after signing John Wall. Again, that has not been made official yet, but he agrees to a buyout with the Rockets. Wall is planning now to sign a free agent deal with the Clippers once he is able to do so. It's just funny to think, all right, I get it. It's offseason. We're trying to figure out what teams are making moves, Josh. But you have John Wall, who hasn't even played two of the last three seasons, who legitimately just made $40 million to have a have basically front court season tickets all year in Houston. And now all of a sudden we're just assuming, all right, Wall goes to the Clippers. You figure Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George back and you make him a six to one second favorite now right behind the Warriors. Yeah, so obviously, you know, a big name here that's going to change teams. And again, hasn't been official yet, but John Wall likely to join the Clippers here. And again, the Clippers were a team that I was kind of surprised to see at the top of the list going into next year's futures, Ben. But I think this is kind of the odds makers taking a position on, obviously, the talent of, you know, a healthy Kawhi and a healthy uh, Paul George. So going from plus 700 now to plus 600. I'm interested and really excited about this. We got a new batch of data from BetMGM, Ben, with some betting percentages. I was waiting to see... 
Yeah, new batch here where you got to sound the alarm or something here, but not nothing crazy notable with the Clippers. Obviously, with John Wall, you know, who's who's missed a lot of time here, but if he's healthy and he can contribute to this core, and you have, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, you know, a bunch of you know great players here with Wall, a healthy Wall, it makes sense that with this talent, you know, they could have a you know a say here in who wins the title. But with the latest batch of data, they're getting six percent of bets, six percent of money. There's really nothing notable. Obviously, that move is based on John Wall himself, but uh, to me, Ben, what's most notable based on this data? is the Warriors. You know, I think anytime you see a team win the title, obviously the odds makers will almost always make them the favorite the following year. But if you look at their data here, they open plus 550. They're down to plus 500 at BetMGM. They're taking in 16% of bets to repeat and win the title, but they're taking in almost 20% of the money. So that's the biggest handle percentage. That's one of the biggest bet discrepancies, bets in dollars. And I think if you're betting on the Warriors, one thing to you know kind of give you a little bit of consolation. Obviously, we talked yesterday the you know the better with that free roll who you know had 500 bucks and won you know 269k. Ben, they hit a lot of these favorites, these chalk favorites to win their respective leagues. But if you look at the Warriors in repeating, obviously it's difficult to do, but you got to give a lot of credit to their ownership. They are willing to spend a lot of money and go way over the cap, pay a huge luxury tax here. If they bring everybody back, Ben, if you re-sign Wiggins and Poole and all these young guys, and maybe these young guys who didn't get a lot of playing time last year get some more playing time, I know it's chalky, but it is a good bet for a dollar discrepancy. And if you bring everyone back, man, it's hard to, hard to bet against the Warriors once again. So that's what jumped out to me. The Warriors don't seem to be a public play to repeat. Looks like there's some smart money thinking if they bring everyone back, they're going to have a you know a decent shot here at repeating. And it all sounds like, barring maybe, maybe one role player who they'll have to let go, likely to sign one, one player to a veteran minimum, going to be pretty much the same core coming back next year for Golden State. So they're currently your favorite 5-1. to one. And yeah, Wall was due $47.5 million from the Rockets but agreed to take six and a half less to become a free agent as a result. And that's, as we talked about yesterday with the potential Kyrie situation where it was totally unrealistic, but you theoretically could have seen him go to the Lakers for the taxpayer mid-level exemption, which pays about the same amount, six million or so. Uh, so this, it all kind of the puzzle pieces make sense here for a while. He's going to make basically the exact amount he was in Houston instead going to the Clippers. And then you have the Russell Westbrook piece where amidst all that, I know, Josh, you were floating out like AD for Kyrie possible trades yesterday. Talk about uh, making my head explode with, with throwing out something like that. But Russell Westbrook, he is planning to exercise his $47 million in change option. So he is coming back to the Lakers. It's the final year now of his original five-year over $200 million contract. It's just funny to see some of these shops now. Lakers, I saw go from 22 to 1. They're 14 to 1 now at BetMGM. It's like, we just went through this charade last year. And I know it's a new coach now in Darvinham, who I have a ton of respect for, a longtime Bucks assistant coach, and worked very closely under Mike Budenholzer as the Bucks won their title last year. But it's like, should, should the return of Westbrook really signal to the better's eyes, Josh, a real shift in the odds? I'm not so, so sure. What say you? I don't think so at all, Ben, either. I mean, you look at this movement. That was very surprising to me. Lakers are 22 to 1 to win the title. Now they're 14 to 1. And what's the reasoning that, you know, Westbrook opts back in? Number one, Ben, if you have an option opt back in for $47.5 million, I think you take that. Uh, you know, again, uh, it's tough being an NBA star and having these options in front of you. But to me, it doesn't really make much sense. I, I got to give a, a little credit, though. You know, they're getting 11% of bets, 13% of money. They're getting the Lakers, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, obviously, they're getting the second highest handle percentage of any team to win the title outside 
side of the warrior. So it doesn't really make any sense. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to, you know, uh, you know, fall for, for the Lakers once again. Obviously, LeBron and, you know, going into last year and since he's been a Laker, they win the title. But you've really disappointed here and you're not really benefiting your your age, uh, you know, gap here. You're still going to be a really old team, another year older. You know, to me, your option was, hey, if you can find a way to get Kyrie in there, at least he's a bit of a younger player and maybe he needs a guy like LeBron to kind of keep him in check. But throw that out the window. Westbrook is, is staying. I think this is a really negative to the Lakers, but the betting market seems to respect it a little bit. That's a big surprise to me, Ben. And I'm looking at Westbrook's stats. One thing that really jumped out to me, and again, don't don't call him Westbrook, Ben. You're going you're gonna to get in trouble if you call him that. But what I was looking at is when he came into the league with OKC, his first few years in the league, he was like 85% free throw shooter, 80-85%. His last couple of years, his free throw percentage is 65%. Like, what's going on? You're dropping 20% with your free throws. To me, this is bad news for the Lakers. Obviously, Russ is going to get his money, but I think the Lakers are a bet against. And, and to me, I don't really buy into this line move to the Lakers. Yeah, that's not the only thing that has fallen off at roughly 20% for Westbrook <laughs> if you look at his overall performance as he's gone now to L.A. And, and notably as well, the Nets odds did not really change at all with Kyrie Irving ultimately coming back. So that was maybe maybe a bluff that the betting market was like, okay, we're not, we don't really buy Kyrie actually leaving given all the surrounding pieces of evidence around this, but Irving is opting in $36.5 million option for next year. That came out just after we went off the air yesterday. And I, I have to tell you, Josh, uh, Josh Towers, who's getting ready to come on next segment, he, he had a little chuckle when you were like, yeah, you know, I think I'd take $47 million. It's a former, yeah, the no big deal. Athlete, Jump change, Josh you know? Towers was like, yeah, I, I'll definitely take that. We'll get Josh's <laughs> thoughts coming up in just a couple minutes on all the big storylines going on in Major League Baseball, of which there have been many, including some injury updates and more news now on Bryce Harper, the timeline for him as he's going to undergo thumb surgery. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes, but a reminder, it is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. So download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So much still to come on the show. We'll talk most passing yards in the NFL. We'll talk a full Major League Baseball card. I've got a couple more Wimbledon plays to give out, Josh. But up next, it is Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, decent MLB analyst, joins us to discuss all the major headlines right now in MLB. That's coming up next here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN summer special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets including Adam Burke on the MLB, NFL offseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash summer. We're back on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, joined by Josh Applebaum on the East Coast. From Boston, I'm Ben Wilson in our South Point Sportsbook studio. We've got Josh Towers here, who you see on the run line some Sundays. You and I have hosted in the, hosted in the past, Josh. Yes. It was the preseason edition. <laughs> and uh, it's funny to see now where we're at. It's June the 28th. Some of the, the hot takes you had from, from back in preseason. One of, your, one of the teams you really, really liked was the Philadelphia Phillies, who were off mm-hmm. to this incredible month of June. 18 and six, and then Bryce Harper gets drilled in the thumb. Thumb <laughs> surgery, they say they hope he's back in time for 2022, but just like, I mean, how big of a loss actually is this in, in reality here for Philadelphia? How, why wouldn't he be back this year? I, it's just a thumb, right? It's just a little put it back together and call it a day. A couple you, weeks. You were a like, pitcher, Josh. I broke right? a finger. It was a couple weeks. It wasn't a big oh, first, deal. Before you answer that first question, is it, is it true what uh, what he said? If you'd rather get hit by a 98 mile an hour fastball in the face than get 97 <laughs> in the thumb, as a former pitcher, who I mean, you never hit anybody, but do you agree uh, with that? Well, what I'm saying is, is, is when I was with the Yankees in '09, we went to Toronto and Ruiz was batting, and I smoked Ruiz in the face. Oh, you hit him in the what? Right in the face. And, uh, you were like the most control dominant pitcher. Yeah, no, he he dove. It was over the plate. That's all on him. He knows it. I hit him in the oh, face, oh, okay. and he yeah. he basically just and walked to first. And I was like, dude, you got hit in the face. Like he was arguing with them. Like I'll say in the game, um, he didn't miss much time. Maybe mentally, you afraid to dig in a little bit, but like yeah. physically, at least he can play. Oh, and, and you throw like eighty three. Yeah. yeah, it was very slow. Very slow. <laughs> uh, Derek told me it was ninety five. So if we're going okay. with that, that yeah, Derek over at Circa, he he pumped me up a little bit. Um, that's the whole thing. Bryce just wants to play, and you can't play like this. I can't. I, I need my thumb and on the bat, and it's going to hurt. And <clears throat> he realizes his value to that team, and it's it's massive. Because now the bullpen and the, the starting pitching has got to be the New York Yankees, and they haven't been. It's a problem. 
Josh, it's great to see you. One matchup I want to throw your way. Uh, Milwaukee and Tampa Bay. This one intrigued me a lot. And I have a question for you about yeah. coming off the injured list because, you know, this is Woodruff against Shane Baz. Woodruff, really not great this year. He's got a 4.74 ERA. He's coming off the injured list. You look at Shane Baz. He's got a 4.15 ERA, but he got lit up his first start. His last two starts, he's pitched really well. Ten and a half, the 10.2 innings pitch. He's only given up one run. This matchup, Milwaukee-Tampa, open it as pretty much a pick em here. We've seen a little bit of movement toward Tampa Bay. At one point, they're like, Minus 105, they're up to around minus 110, minus 115. First question, coming off the injured list like Woodruff is today, Josh, is that a bet against situation? Uh, and any thoughts on today's game? Do you lean raise at all? Yeah, when I first saw the line, it kind of threw me off that Tampa was 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 favored, to be honest with you. Um, so it, and then what, what did Brandon do in the minor leagues? Two games, seven innings, 7.2 innings, four hits. I mean, obviously very dominant with the strikeouts. He's in the minor leagues. But in two starts, he went seven innings. So what's he going to go today? Five would be like a, a perfect storm for them. And then you got the bullpen. We know that bullpen's good, but you're asking a lot. So Woodruff's not going to go deep. I really don't anticipate Shane going deep either. Like, he's going to be kind of handcuffed. I mean, if he goes five and they both go five, it's a 0-0 game. Right? So it, this, this was a tough one because – Sometimes the DL stints are very good for us. Sometimes, like, it really slows us down and, and, and puts things back in perspective, our throwing programs, et cetera. Um, and that's fine. And it's also fine that the Brewers have to use their bullpen. We, we know that's good, right? And the same thing for Shane. Again, he's so good. He's so relaxed. Like, when I watched him pitch, I was like, is he 35? Like, how, you don't, you're not that calm on the mound at this young of an age. So this is a pretty cool matchup for me. I really don't have, like, where I favor. I mean, I didn't look at the bullpen uses for the last two days with these two teams, but I do know Tampa's won three in a row. Both teams were off yesterday as well, so should and, be fully rested. Well, yeah, then this – I guess the line makes it more sense. Tampa's pen's going to be a little bit more, you know, deeper, and, and we know how Kevin uses yeah. it a little bit more. You really got to get, what, to the eighth inning for the, mm-hmm. for the Brewers a little bit? I mean, the seventh inning's fine, but I think Tampa has a little bit. So I guess the line makes sense. I'm not betting it. I, I just – uh, again, Shane's good, but he's young. I know he's impressed you for, for being a rookie. For, uh, first, I wish I had his stuff. Five, I wish I had both their stuff. Uh, I know you do. Uh, first, <laughs> first, first five under three and a half. That's a little, it is wow. a little intriguing. I don't know how much I trust Woodruff, but again, it is a very friendly pitcher's park there. And, 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 um, and again, like, yeah, so yeah. We, we don't know what we're getting with Brandon coming off the DL. I think he's going to be fine, but we don't know what we're getting. You're giving me three and a half. You do got two terrible offensive teams. Like, they're not very good. So, uh, again, if these two guys are on, it wouldn't surprise me. But it's, it's kind of a risky play on both Shocking sides. Shocking that Josh not just trashing my Milwaukee Brewers. This is Josh Applebaum. I knew, I'm like, Applebaum, I knew you were going to set <laughs> towers up on, on a Brewers question. Yeah. He was just going to trash him. So, look, look, I mean, I should have known. That was minus 9,000. I was very nice to Milwaukee. You were very nice to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always fascinated, too, to get your perspective on some of these these clubhouse things that are really hard yeah. to quantify in the betting market. And we saw it happen over the weekend with the Dodgers, who had a very interesting series in Atlanta, had this crazy comeback Sunday night to win an extra innings, and then laid an egg yesterday. But what was really interesting well, was was the, col- the whole Clayton Kershaw comments on Freddie Freeman, where Kershaw comes out, and, you know, because Freeman was very, very right. emotional going back on Friday night. And Kershaw essentially saying, I hope we're not second fiddle. And I, I, it's a pretty special team over here, too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll enjoy it. It was a good night for him. And that was juxtaposed with a picture of Freddie Freeman sitting alone in the dugout and everybody else was on the top row. So, like, you know better than anybody else what that is like, just the whole, you know, the whole meshing of personalities and cultures in a, in a dugout and in a clubhouse. What do you make of, of, first off, a guy like Clayton Kershaw coming out and saying something like that, the most even-keeled, ho-hum, just straight-up competitor we've, we've known over the past decade and a half? 
Yeah, well, I mean, again, the first part of what you said, it kind of reminded me of, like I was telling Stormy yesterday, I liked Oakland yesterday in New York. I mean, they're coming off a playoff series versus the Astros, a huge letdown. You're going to walk through Oakland, and Blackburn's pitching, and Blackburn dealt and was dominating that game. And then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, they pull him out, and then, you know, it it, it turns. So that happens a lot with us. And so you saw that, again, it's an emotional series in Atlanta. Freddie has all this stuff. Everybody's hugging and all that good stuff. And then you go to Colorado and think you're going to walk right through them. The Dodgers never seem to really play well in Colorado. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. I don't have stats. Um, So it makes sense that that, that they weren't quite there, right? I'm shocked at Clayton Kershaw. Like, this is the quietest dude to the media. He doesn't get in trouble. He doesn't do anything. He's done nothing dumb on social medias. He is a physical and, and and like, he's like a Roy Holiday leader in that clubhouse, right? For him to say something about Freddie like that means that there's a little bit more going on. Um, but also, Clayton has no idea what Freddie's going through, and he shouldn't speak on, on something like that. He's been a Dodger his whole life. Um, it, 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 to me, like, it's just a, an idiotic comment by Clayton Kershaw, and it shocks me that he would say something like that. Josh, let me throw another one at you. These are two teams, two of the best teams in baseball. Maybe a possible, you know, fall classic preview here. Talking the Astros and the Mets. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't have any bad. I got got a couple gross ones for you. I'm not going to throw the Texas Rangers at you, but a pretty good matchup here. Second best odds to win it all. Astros and the Mets. They're both plus 650. Yankees and the Dodgers are the favorites. Co-favorites plus 450. But pretty good matchup today, Josh. Uh, Valdez against Carrasco. This is kind of a pick type opener around minus 105. We've seen a little bit of money flow toward the Astros here. They're up to around you know, minus 115, minus 120. I was looking at some of these, uh, you know, numbers here for Carrasco. He's got a good, you know, overall record, eight and three, like a 4.42 ERA. But in the month of June, he's got an ERA over five, almost five and a half here. So he struggled a little bit. Meanwhile, Valdez, ERA of 2.9. The Astros are seven and two, the last nine Valdez starts here. So Josh, any thoughts on this matchup? You know, is Carrasco, you know, regressing in a negative way right now? Would you lean a little bit with the line move to the Astros or you know, the Mets, you know, one of the best records in baseball getting plus money at home. Is that worthwhile tonight? Uh, all right, hear me out here. Um, I can't back Carrasco because he's been struggling, right? And he had a great start to the season, so did the Mets, but he's starting to struggle, so I can't really back him. I need him to right that ship and fix it. Framber Valdez has had two non-quality starts on the year, basically. he's just he's, he's been one of the best pitchers in the game. I think the Astros are a very good team. Again, we just kind of discussed the the Dodgers and then the Yankees Astros series where we kind of let a letdown with, with Oakland coming into Yankee State. And with that said, you don't get the same thing here because the Astros know how good the Mets are. But also, I would imagine they didn't leave the same. They're in the same hotel. They didn't move. They, they, all their stuffs in the same bed. They're they're very comfortable. I didn't have to catch a flight to go anywhere else. I'm staying in the same city. Um, so I think this is a is a really good spot for the Astros here. All right. Mark it down, Josh Towers. And before we get you out of here, so we we just saw Lucas Giolito pitch last night. Was at least decent for the White Sox. Trio of pitchers this year who have been pretty miserable based on their preseason expectations. Giolito for the White Sox, couple guys in Toronto, Jose Barrios and Yusei wow. Kikuchi. Of those three, is there one you you feel confident could at least turn things around here in the second half? Um. Well, I don't trust Giolito. He's really good or really right, so bad, right? So let's cross right. him out. Uh, you say he's not going to turn this around. I just don't think that 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 Pete Walker and those guys know how to to talk to him and get him successful. Um, his fastball, he was throwing. I mean, he was throwing fastballs behind Brewers, like not even trying to. It was, yeah, it was awful. It, there's a lot. I almost want to call my buddy Brian and be like, "Yo, we're, whenever Toronto comes close, let's go. Let's 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 just go talk to you say." Because it, 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 yeah. I think it could be fixed. I just think that they don't know how to fix it. And now when you when the mental side of the game goes, you're in a lot of trouble. All right, so Barrios, um, any chance? Yeah, Barrios is the one, dude. I don't know what's going on. I mean, again, like when you hand us contracts, we kind of panic a little bit. Some people do at least. 
But I think he's the one. Listen, if they want to win, you say is their fifth guy, right, down the season? If they want to win, Barrios better fix this. Like, he's the one guy I think can fix this. There's a problem, and it's got to be fixed. Hey, a lot of issues, right there's now. a lot of issues in Chicago right now. Josh Towers, former, <laughs> former fifth starter there for the, there it uh, is. For, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, and a one. Uh, I was a one-two. You were, oh, yeah? Well, Everybody got hurt. What are you going to do? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was wondering what year, how, what, what month that opened up. All how right, Josh. How they got hurt in Texas in the All-Star Oh, game. yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, how could I have forgotten? Josh Towers, everybody, follow him at No Don't Josh. We'll talk some NFL season-long props next year on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Z Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke free and spit free and are made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your Zin. Visit Zin.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks again to Josh Towers for giving us some time talking MLB. You can catch him on occasional Sunday nights on the run line, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern with either myself or Adam Burke. In the meantime, we welcome you back to Betting Across America with Josh Applebaum, host of the Daily Market Insights podcast. He's at Josh underscore insights. little NBA breaking news, Josh, before we discuss some NFL season-long props here. The Jazz, they are making moves. Will Hardy, who I know you, you know very well, assistant there in Boston under Ime Udonka, finalizing a five-year contract to make him the franchise's next coach. That just coming in about 15 minutes ago from Adrian Wojnarowski. Hardy is only 34. He'll be the youngest active coach in the NBA. And on top of that, David Fisdale is agreeing to become associated GM. So uh, Fizz going to the front office there. And in a, in a summer where we anticipated, Josh, a lot of movement for the Utah Jazz, a team that has been so good in the regular season and fizzled out time and again in the postseason. This is their move following the Quinn Snyder resignation. It is Will Hardy going to Utah. Yeah, I think it's a good move, and Hardy's kind of a name you know I know of because he's in Boston and kind of a young coach who has been given a lot of credit here with a lot of the Celtics' success over the past year. I want to say he's been uh, really instrumental in kind of uh, teaching these guys to shoot, kind of a shooting uh, type coach here. And I think with the Jazz, you know, he kind of took this thing as far as it can go. Obviously, with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and the fact that Snyder resigned. Uh, that kind of tells me that either they don't believe in him or it's, hey, you know, you can't fire me. I resign, that sort of thing. I don't know the full details here. But obviously, you know, the elephant in the room is Danny Ainge. There's a connection here. Danny Ainge, you know, leaving the Celtics. Brad Stevens going into the front office in Boston. But Danny Ainge going to work for Utah and kind of being that, you know, that Pat Riley kind of godfather, you know, overseer of the of the team. So obviously, you know, the connection with Boston and Danny Ainge. We'll see how this thing, you know, uh, develops moving forward. But I think with the Jazz, again, you took this, you know, this Mitchell and Gobert connection as as long as it can go, I think a new voice is needed. Some new changes are needed. And again, if Hardy can, you know, live up to what a lot of people think about him, it could be a good hire here for Utah. No, no question. And you think about as well, Ime Udoka being hired relatively young, coming over from Brooklyn. It, it's sort of like what we talk about in the NFL all the time, right? You you start to see the trends. The young coaches do well. The other thing too, I'd add on on Hardy, D three basketball player at Williams College, but he began his his career in the video room under Greg Popovich in San Antonio, who which is uh, that's a situation that's produced guys like a Mike Budenholzer are in Milwaukee and some other really, really standout NBA head coaches. So uh, that is that is the news of the day, at least from the Utah 
Jazz's point of view as we are now a little a little outside 48 hours from the start of NBA free agency. So keep in mind what, what Utah is going to do. We imagine they will be making moves as well as that begins to open up. All right, Josh, let's transition to NFL. We've got some season-long props to discuss. Yesterday was talking all sorts of uh, Niners uh, talking points with Jimmy G and him resuming, resuming his throwing program after the offseason shoulder surgery, but he's not going to show up on your, on your odds board here for most passing yards this season in the NFL. It is Tom Brady who is currently the active short shot, 4-1. to one. And not, not, no real odds movement even after uh, one of his favored targets in Rob Gronkowski announced a quote-unquote retirement. Once again, we'll see if that actually ends up being true. How do you handicap a market like this, Josh, as we're now into that time of year again, trying to find value on some of these season-long props markets? And if you're not wanting to try to handicap the MVP voters, these are really good secondary markets to do so because this is all statistical-based, and it is raw passing yardage that we're looking at here in the 2022 season. Yeah, and I think you're right, Ben. You know, obviously we're in a passing league. This is one of the most popular prop bets to bet on overall. And, you know, there's no plus 500, plus 300, no small, you know, plus money numbers. These are pretty decent payouts here, led by Tom Brady, obviously. So it starts with Brady. He led the league in passing yards last year, 5,316. Can he do it again? Obviously, Gronk leaving, I think, is a security blanket that isn't going to rack up a ton of yards, but maybe there could be a trickle down losing Gronk. But we say that now, Ben. And, you know, you heard, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the uh, Rosenhaus, his agent, say, hey, if Tom Brady knocks on Gronk's door, you know, in, I don't know, October, he may come back and play, but to me, there's not a ton of value in betting Brady, even though, of course, he still has some good wide receivers here with Evans, and you know Godwin's got to come back from his injury. I thought adding Russell Gage was kind of a sneaky good pickup there, uh, you know, to, to kind of uh, implement or, or kind of augment your wide receiver core. But two players that interest me, Ben, that I think there could be a little more value on. Uh, Justin Herbert, he was second overall in passing yards last year, 5,014. And what I really like about Herbert is, is his progression, Ben. You know, his rookie year, he threw for 4,336 yards. Then last year, he throws for 5,014. He's really trending in a great direction here. And at plus 850, to me, that's kind of a juicy number that could have a lot of value. What I like about, you know, what, what uh, the Chargers have done also, you know, they've made a lot of noise in the offseason, adding J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. But they also made some sneaky good moves to really benefit and hopefully uh, help out Herbert, you know, they re-signed Mike Williams, their big wide receiver. You still have Keenan Allen. You added Gerald Everett, a decent tight end in free agency. But what I really like is you really have, you know, almost like what the Bengals have done is devote a lot of your draft capital and your free agency to offensive linemen. And I think it's a smart move by the Chargers protecting Herbert. You draft Zion Johnson in the first round. The year before, you, you add Slater in the first round. They gave a lot of money to Corey Lindsey. I just think with Herbert, you know, the sky's the limit with this guy. And if you're giving me plus 850 to lead the league in passing when you're on this great trajectory, trajectory to me that's a bettable number here then the other guy that caught my eye ben matthew stafford he's plus 650 here he has one of the better odds after tom brady but i like another leap here you know we always talk about and pritch does a great job of talking about you know rookies going from year one to year two and making that leap but how about you know a free agent who signs with or you know a trade you sign you go with the new team year one to year two in that ram system i think stafford will only be even better this year you know he threw for 4886 la yards last year that was actually his best output since 20 12. And I think, again, another year with McVay and what they've done offensively, you can lean on Cooper Cup, uh, the, arguably the best wide receiver in football, highest paid. You still have Van Jefferson. You add Allen Robinson. I like Stafford there, plus 650. So, you know, probably it's, it's Brady going to do it again here, Ben. He's Benjamin Button. He just never gets old and still plays great. 
But to me, if we're looking at value, I'll take Justin Herbert plus 850, and I'll take Stafford, uh, or who is it? Uh, Herbert, yeah, both 850, Stafford and Herbert. Yeah, and look, I, I don't know how you'd want to play Brady. A short shot at 4-1. to one. Keep in mind, too, these are markets that continue to be adjusted throughout the season, so they you, you will still have opportunities to bet on this stuff. Like You made a lot, make a lot of good points on Herbert and Stafford. My only thing is, look, this is one of those markets. I, if I'm going to actually make wagers on these, and we don't have these markets, at least in the Nevada jurisdiction, so these are all, uh, these are all East Coast, at least for MGM, I would be looking at longer shots here, and, and like again, could Stafford and Herbert easily do it? Yes. I, you mentioned the the system here for Stafford and the Rams. What about the guy who just orchestrated his system from last year and had a lot of success, Kevin O'Connell? He's now in Minnesota. We know Kirk Cousins, and, and I also would be looking at guys who, A, are a little bit longer shots here, and B, who are in situations where you might not have the greatest defense. You're not projected to be in, in these very low-scoring, grinded-out slugfests. So how about Kirk Cousins at 20-1, to 1, a guy who's thrown for well over 4,000 yards each of the last two years? Years. He gets the quarterback offensive, new, very new wave offensive mind guru in Kevin O'Connell coming in as his head coach. You'd have to imagine, given the weapons they have, there will be lots of opportunity for cut, like to, to kind of optimize him as a passer this year. My thought on Cousins is, look, if I'm, if I'm looking to take some shots and I, I want guys who are in systems with very high-powered, at least head coaches or offensive coordinators who will give them the opportunity to put up yards and bunches, that's the first guy who stands out, stands out on the page to me. This has nothing to do with MVP or wins or touchdowns because ultimately Cousins is the classic guy who can put up really big numbers on mediocre to subpar teams. He's gone over 4,000 each of the last year, uh, two years with teams that went 7-9 and nine and 8-8. Eight and eight. So what do you think about that, Josh? A little 20-1 to one sprinkle on Cousins. So I think it's worth a sprinkle here. Again, you raise a lot of great points, Ben. Number one, Kevin O'Connell coming in, a former quarterback uh, who obviously knows and has been groomed under McVay, uh, now working with Cousins, trying to get the best out of him. Also, you look at his wide receiver core, obviously Justin Jefferson. I believe he's got uh, the best odds to win or have the most receiving yards mm -hmm. next year. He's got to be right up there with Cooper Cup, but you still have Jefferson getting better each year. My question is Adam Thielen. You know, what are you going to get out of him? He's been injured here the last couple of years. One other guy and you know, close to your neck of the woods there, Ben in Vegas, would be Derek Carr. You know, Derek Carr's 12 to 1, and you gotta love, you know, the connection here. And again, I'm not really looking at a lot of these longer shots as you are, Ben, but the guys at the top of the list to me outside of Brady. Carr could be worth a look. You have him connecting or reconnecting there with Devontae Adams, who you had you know a great connection there in college with. Uh, you also have you know still have you know uh, the great Waller uh, tight end there, mm -hmm. Hunter Renfro. You're linked up here with Josh McDaniels, who's another offensive-minded head coach, and you're in a division where maybe you're in some shootouts, maybe you're in some of these high-scoring games. You don't have the best defense in the world, even though again I like the moves they added with Chandler Jones and pairing him with Max Crosby. But you know I feel like how many times do we see these you know these AFC West clashes where it's you know 38. 35, Ben, if you get in a lot of these shootouts and you have Devontae Adams and, you know, Waller and Renfro, to me, this could be a career year for Derek Carr at 12 to one. Yeah. That could be also you're, you're buying the Kool-Aid, Josh. <laughs> I <laughs> am. And I don't typically it. like to do that, Ben. I, I know. <laughs> well, look, and, and as far as how that correlates to the regular season receiving yardage leader, another topic we're going to discuss later on in the week, Jefferson Cup, each nine to one right now. Your co-favorites, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams are 12 to one right behind those two guys. So that's another fascinating market that we will get into. But at least look, there, some, some interesting insights there and some interesting guys who certainly by the time we say, you know, you get into October, November, 
September. Those are numbers that certainly could shorten by then, at which point if you're invested in this market, you've got other options and you can kind of assess from there, figure out, all right, how else do I want to add to my portfolio here? So I, I like the insight you give, Josh. Uh, I'm also, look, we, we've got other stuff to break down here in our last segment. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of talking about this while simultaneously sweating Wimbledon. So I'll discuss that next and the place I've got for tomorrow. Baseball action right now, late inning situation in Cleveland we'll discuss and Josh's favorite MLB place. That's next on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the King of Sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available 
in Nevada and Mississippi. It's our final segment on the show, Betting Across America, as always, presented by BetMGM, joined by Josh Applebaum in Boston. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio. Big thanks to White Chomp, Tom Check, our producer, rest of the crew. Uh, behind the glass, Liz Foster, Sean McCollum, everybody downstairs. We have a lot more still to come this afternoon. The Edge with Matt Humans and Adam Burke uh, right after this. But, uh, Josh, I know you've got some of your MLB thoughts here. It is a full card, and you are going out first to Kansas City, a spot where we saw yesterday, I suppose the regression finally happened for Martin Perez. He was shelled for Texas, but... Chris Bubich was even worse for the Royals. So we saw a boatload of runs yesterday. A Rangers Royals run it back here once again today. And with John Gray on the mound, he's about a dollar forty-nine to dollar fifty-five favorite here. Yeah, so I took Texas yesterday, Ben. Got a winner there. Let's go back to Texas today. I'm gonna do the you know, wash, rinse, repeat. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me the Texas Rangers in this spot. This is one of the biggest line moves of the day. This is Gray against Heasley. Uh, by the way, Gray has done very well this year. Three and three, four point one eight ERA, but he's won his last or the Rangers have won his last three starts. And in the month of June, John Gray has a 2.64 ERA. He's pitched very, very well. Uh, what I like about this one, Ben, is the line move in the system match. The Rangers open as low as you know, minus 115, minus 120, minus 125, depending on what book you're using as your opener. But around a consensus around minus 120, they're all the way up to minus 145, minus 150. So that's a really big move in their favor. This would match my favorite system this year, non-division road favorites. You don't have to worry about the divisional dog angle. You can kind of take advantage of the public being a little wary of backing a road team. They're more inclined to back uh, home favorites than they are road favorites. But these non-division road favorites, they're now 139 and 73, 66% this year, about an 11% ROI. Uh, Kansas City's kind of been a fade spot here. You know, they're only 19 and 38 as a dog. They have one of the worst home records in baseball, just 13 and 24. And against right-handed pitchers facing Gray, who's pitched pretty well recently, they're only 16 and 32 against righties. And overall, this is something that you don't typically say about the Rangers, but their pitching has been pretty decent this year. 3.94 team ERA. Team ERA of Kansas City is a little bit over five. So I think that's your big advantage. You look at how these teams have trended recently. Texas nine and six their last 15. Royals six and nine their last 15. Texas has won three of the four matchups this year. Coming off a win yesterday. And you look at the Rangers, they're plus nine in run differential. Not that great, but you're you know, above 500 here. Minus 99 for the Royals. So I like this move toward the Rangers. I like the way Gray has been pitching recently. Uh, to me, this is a bet against Kansas City spot. I'm going to lay it here with the Rangers, shop around, try to find a number under minus 150. It is funny how for John Gray, he gets the four-year $56 million contract in the offseason. And a lot of people are saying, like, really? really? This guy was, what, 8-12 and 12 near 5 ERA in Colorado last year? So give credit for the Rangers, who, as well as a very slow start, too, for Gray this season. He's improved as of late and a 4.18 ERA, but has very good signs of positive regression. 344 on his fielding independent pitching going into a start. As you, you laid out every, you know, everything you would want to want to back at John Gray and the Rangers here because of the fact you've got a very mediocre to well below average offense there in Kansas City. And, and you've seen the market to certainly move on that as well. You can still get him, though, right in that $1.49 range on Gray and the Rangers. The one game in progress right now, which we need to mention, big series in the AL Central, Josh. Minnesota, Cleveland, we saw a pitcher, a position player get into pitch last night. It was ugly for the Guardians. The Twins absolutely shelled Tristan McKenzie once again last night. So very concerning developments there for McKenzie, who was off to a very good start for Cleveland. And today it's been a good pitcher's duel. Devin Smelter, Zach Plesak. This is game one of a doubleheader. 2-1 Twins here, bottom of the eighth, but the Guardians have second and third, nobody out in a game this, where this basically closed as a pick -em. Did you have any, any action you're sweating, Josh? Because we know how much we love to give out a Josh Applebaum live baseball sweat here on the show. 
Oh, so I would love that too, Ben. I, sadly, I did not play this game. I oh. think the Guardians had a little bit of movement, Ben. Okay. I know I'm, I'm ashamed of myself for not having right. an afternoon swept, but it was kind of a pick 'em type number. You know, at one point it was, you know, twins like minus 110. Late movement did go to Guardians, flip them to a short favorite. But I think what's difficult for me is anytime you get these divisional matchups. So, uh, again, you have a pick 'em type number within the division. You can look at a dog situation where dogs bark louder in the division. So it was a layoff for me. Just didn't see a ton in terms of, you know, a side here. But I know it's, you know, kind of revisionist history. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But there were reasons to like the the under in this game a little bit. I saw some sh shops that open at 9. You got down to 8.5. Again, check the weather every day. It's really important here because uh, in this first game of the doubleheader, you did have wind blowing in 5 to 10 miles an hour. And also, you know, again, no Scott Foster. You know, NBA ref talk is done for a while here, Ben. Thank but God, take, Josh. Take look at, <laughs> I know. Here. But take a look at the umps, Ben. Lance yeah. Barksdale was a really good under or has been a really good under um, uh, 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 referee here or, or umpire historically is about 54% to the under. So that's maybe one thing to look at, look out for, but no sweat for me, Ben, I would just say game twos of double headers. I think a, a preconceived notion is just that, Hey, they always split, you know, the team that wins game one, they don't care as much. The team that lost game one, they're going to be, uh, you know, pumped to get back and try to get a win. But if you look at the data, you actually see a lot more uh, sweeps than you do splits. And I do like to, to lean on some game two uh, favorites here. So uh, we'll see what happens. And by the way, is it now three, two guardians? Yeah, Did I, as where's Adam were, Burke? Is he going nuts? I'm sure he is just outside, <laughs> just over there outside the studio. As you were discussing that big base hit of Mad Rosario, two-run single off Emilio Pagan. That is with now Jose Ramirez coming up to the plate. He and his basically 1,000 OPS. 3-2 Guardians, bottom of the eighth, and now this might start to become a sweat if you had the under here, uh, under eight and a half, which appeared to be very, very rock solid. That was a one nothing game in this spot going to the seventh. So big developments there in the battle for the AL Central. Twins three-game lead entering today's double header. In the meantime, Josh, you know, you have your your latest episode, Market Insights Podcast. That is now out and available and you're uh, you're sticking with WNBA here. I, I like that you are you are so consistent, Josh. You've got basically one to two plays every day on WNBA. What is it what is the thought on the women's association for the card tonight? Yeah, trying to grind WNBA. I took the aces over last night. Really didn't come through. Beat the closing line. It was over 174 oh. and a half. Closes like 176, but uh, really came up short. Really no scoring there late. So trying to get back in the in the winning direction here. This one's super fishy, Ben, but I love it. The Minnesota Lynx tonight. The Lynx are at home against the Wings. It's an 8 o'clock Eastern time game. We've seen the Lynx move from minus 1 to minus 3. And again, we talk about these niche markets where line moves are really meaningful. Throwaway percentages. There's really no benefit to go contrarian. There's not enough public to go against. But I love this line move toward the links and if you look at these uh steam moves in the WNBA at least one point in your favor uh in terms of a spread play 40 and 27 ATS 60 percent if you're a home favorite you get up a little a little bit better 61 percent but what, what makes it even int more interesting Ben is that the links are 5 and 14 and they're playing the dream who are 9 and 10 so why is the 5 and 14 team opening as a favorite and becoming more of a favorite uh links have a much better offensive rating uh they're six overall you have dead last offensive rating for the wings and again I always uh you know would recommend look at those vsin.com splits Pretty much right down the middle, 50-50 betting in terms of betting percentages, but almost 70% of money on the links. So I money line the Minnesota Lynx tonight, Ben, minus 150. Let's go, Lynx. All right, go go, go with that spot. I like it, Josh, and for the, and for the breakdown as well. In the meantime, as, as we discussed yesterday, it is daily Wimbledon betting now for me for the remainder of the fortnight. I'm sweating. I mean, this Serena Williams-Harmony tan match, they, they are in the middle of a 20-minute long game. 
where Serena has had a <laughs> Serena's down a set, so I need I need a little help here. But she's had six different break points and has been unable to take advantage. So uh, Williams in a little bit of trouble right now, and her return to Wimbledon that was uh, that was part of my play for today at least as they wrap up final final matches on about an hour left of lights there at uh, at the All England Club for tomorrow. We're going we're going back to the well, basically the same strategy I had, Josh. We discussed yesterday how. Part, short little two-player parlays in tennis I really like because you don't have a whole lot of pick em or or small favorite type lines, at least in these first couple of rounds where you have a lot of big mismatches and the strategy really becomes who do you trust based on the surface and you know obviously you don't want to go out of control with the parlays, but who do you really feel like given the matchup is strong enough to advance and, and who do you com- feel comfortable combining them with? So tomorrow I'll go with the young American Francis Tiafo. He's a $4 favorite over a qualifier and Maximilian Marterer who is one in seven all time on grass before he won in round number one. Uh, Tiafo, a big server on grass. The grass is playing much, much faster, Josh, than it has in previous Wimbledons, and it is faster than any of the services these guys have on tour right now. So Tiafo winning about two thirds of his service points on grass, which is very, very elite. I'll back him, combine him with Angie Kerber, minus 300 tomorrow. 108% service plus return points combined. That is very close to the 110% elite mark. She takes on Magda Linetz, who was only 3-3 three and three in her grass tune-ups. Uh, has been very, very mediocre, only winning uh, f- only winning uh, 40% of her return points over the last year on grass. Kerber has been much better in that regard, and so I like Angie Kerber to get it done. I, 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 hope, you, I hope you appreciate that uh, little parlay there, Josh, about minus 150 on the play for tomorrow. Hey, I'm undefeated telling you, Ben, so I'll continue to do it. I know we're up against it. Real quick, uh, looking, I'm not a great tennis better. I've never really done it, but I know how to look at betting percentages. Uh, Should I bet Switek or Sweetek, Ben? She's only getting 20% of bets, but over 50% of money. Should I dabble with Sweetek? It is a really, really short number. I think it's a little too short. She should be the favorite, but grass is not her strongest surface, so I would would say that. And I would also say, Josh, we got our break with Serena. Let's go. Up 2-0 in the second (laughs) set, so we're going to, we hope that that ends up coming through. Josh, we'll have a lot more to discuss tomorrow. Adam Burke will join us in studio, but for now, it's Adam Burke and Matt Eubanks on the edge here from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.